a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Thanks for listening. This is the Unadilla Review. We'll get into some silly season talk, some MXGP talk as well with Weege and JT. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Fly Racing, flyracing.com, the 2020 line of gear and helmets and everything is out now. So go to your local dealer, pound on the counter, demand to see the Fly Racing catalog. And thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for making this show happen. Uh, absolutely great stuff. Uh, all new graphics on the Formula Helmet that, uh, that I approve of, man. They've done a great job there. So please check out flyracing.com for all of your needs, and even they have a terrific mountain bike line of uh, products as well. Thanks to Fly Racing. Uh, Alpine Stars, the Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today. Thank the folks at Alpine Stars for making it happen. I've been to the factory in Italy. It's absolutely fantastic and a great company, great products. If you're looking for a boot without a booty, I love the Tech 7s, and they've got those uh, all ready to go in lots of colors and revised buckles the last few years and everything else. So thank you to Alpine Stars and Maxxis Tires. Great mountain bike tires, like seriously, phenomenal mountain bike tires from the folks at Maxxis. And MXST tire out now, developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath. They got the IT tires as well. Um, so they have got a lot going on, the folks at Maxxis. Light truck tires, trailer tires, uh, they've got it happening. UTV tires, Maxxis.com for more information on that. Thanks to those guys for uh, coming on board. Thank you, you folks, for listening. Uh, apologize for it being late, but it was worth it because JT came in studio for that, and it's always better. So let's get into uh, Unadilla. And all that happened there with uh, the Weege and the JT. All right. Now, as promised, on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by Maxis and the folks at Alpine Stars, the Unadilla Review. Uh, thanks for listening. We're a little bit late. And the reason we're late putting this out is because Jason Thomas is in studio. What's up, JT? I'm here. You are. I am here. Yeah. I love doing these. I only get to do maybe, let's say, three a year yeah. in studio. Oh. So much better. Always better. Really Absolutely. So yeah. uh, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas is here. And uh, also the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, the voice of GNCC, the voice of Quad Racing, the voice of Flat Track, the voice of Enduro Cross, the voice of Geneva Supercross, the voice of anything you want to pay him to be the voice of, Jason Wygant. Yeah. What's up, Weege? Paying, I'm saying. Yeah. My boy Ralph says. Yeah. Just following the footsteps <laughs> of the best. <laughs> that That is true. Uh, all right. So, JT, you weren't at Unadilla, but uh, you obviously watched it. Yep. And uh, I got a. And also, JT, you just came back from Lommel last week. I did. So yeah, I want to yeah, talk yeah. to you about that a little bit mm-hmm. at the end. Um, all right, let's get let's get into this thing. So, I mean, look, I like Kenny Roxon. He's a good dude. He is. And 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 I love him in the sport. And I feel like there's else. a butt coming here. Well, how do you explain the day he had at Unadilla? Mm-hmm. He didn't even get the whole shot second moto. Mm-hmm. He just went through those guys like like a hot knife through butter. Knew that was coming. Okay. 
And but he's been battling this illness. He's been battling this. He hasn't been the same guy. Now, granted, the weather was perfect, right? Why again? Weather was great. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was. It was but, what? Maybe seventy. Maybe seventy. High was sixty-nine, which is very nice. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how you go one-one at Unadilla. The track was gnarly. Okay, now yep. weather was good. Yep. But we saw him get tired at Washougal. Yep. Okay, weather was great there. Track not as rough. So, this whole illness thing, and I'm not saying he doesn't have it. I'm not saying that. But I, I give up. I give up. Like, I, is the illness bothering him? Is it not bothering him? Is it rougher? Is it hot? I don't know. I'm done. I'm just I'm done because he put on a performance that was 2016 Ken Roxon. To me, this was the perfect storm for Kenny Roxon, though, this track. So you have the weather, <clears throat> which means if your high was 69 for the day, that means you're in the low 60s, probably in the first moto, high 60s, second moto. I feel like it was hotter than that, though. Did it really say 69? Was yeah, it high? New Berlin. Yeah, yeah, I was watching it. Okay, I, you know I'm on this. Uh, I was watching it. Uh, oh, I know, but it, yeah. it feels like at least 75. It felt no, like, it, was, okay. it wasn't. No. All right. um, so that's a big one right there because mm-hmm. – as much as we don't want to say it's weather-based, it's kind of been weather-based. But Wash- was nice. Yeah. Washuga was very nice. Beautiful. It, it was. It was. But he was great in the first moto. Yeah. It, it got a little warmer. Second moto, sun came out finally. I'm not saying it's always weather, but it has to help. It has to help. Like, we've seen it yeah. time and time again. Yeah. But I think even more importantly, this track, what it, it really favored everything that Kenny does well in a motorcycle. His technique is flawless. And I think on a track with a lot of traction, with flat corners and lots of berms or things that you can pivot off of, I don't think you really see it as much because it's easier to go fast. Aggression is rewarded on a track like that. A track like Unadilla, aggression is not rewarded at all. It's the opposite, where he's using all track of Track like a shoe, a uh, yeah, I would say more like Bud's Creek. No, you said a track like Unadilla, aggression. Unadilla, I'm sorry. Yes. Unadilla is not rewarded for that. The way he can stand up through corners and just almost Stefan Everts-like, where he's balancing yeah, yeah, through but, the corners. No, 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 but he's an amazing rider no matter what track you put him on. He's one of the best riders in the world. I understand. So, But like, he, these these talents, unique talents that he has are highlighted on a track like Unadilla because the track is so demanding. It it will not allow you to just go recklessly abandon into the moto and try to attack the track. That's not going to work. You're going to end up on your head or going slow. That's just what happens. Trust me, I've raced that track a million times, and that's the way I ride. Lots of throttle, hard on the brakes, stop, start. That doesn't work you in Dilla, right. and I always suck there. Yep. Riding the way Kenny does, riding the way Stafford Everett's used to, where they're easy on the brakes, easy on the gas, kind of just flowing around. They, they're not sitting and standing a lot. Like They're always in one position on the bike. That's how you ride Unadilla. That's how, why I couldn't ride Unadilla. But it's like the perfect conditions for him to excel. And that's why you see him three seconds better than everybody in time qualifying. Yeah, I, Forget I, about the race. I'm not having this. I don't care. Okay. This is something I know about. Yeah. And that, that track is perfect. The conditions were perfect for what Kenny does well. Absolutely perfect. But so, it's still two thirty plus twos, and we've seen him get really tired at any track. Yeah, but when you're going multiple seconds a lap faster than people, you don't even. It doesn't even matter if you're tired. Like he was so much better than everybody. It I wasn't know, even close. I, I know. I'm with you. It was amazing. But where are you at, Weege? Yeah. Look, it's been mysterious all along with this illness. So, as mysterious and weird as this is, it actually makes sense <laughs> because the it's weirdness, so weird. <laughs> right. The weirdness is the consistent part. Uh, now, JT, you have to absolutely be honest something with the weather. I mean, you could literally, we could probably have a graphic designer track the temperature of these races and then lay Kenny's moto finishes with them. 
I mean, there was a terrible lull for three rounds especially, and that was Florida, Southwick, and Redbud. That was the gnarly three-race stretch, and otherwise, he's been pretty good. So as the temperatures went up, he trended down. I think that is a huge factor. Okay, but what about Washugal? Yeah. Well, what about Washugal? Weather was, was great. Good or bad? It was bad. Second moto. How bad was it? Well, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't Red Bud or, or WB right. Ranch bad. Right. No. Well, but, that's what I'm but, saying. But it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't. It was, Washugal was closer to Unadilla than second moto WW Ranch. Yes. Or throwing yes. up in a moto at Red but Bud. But it still so wasn't. I think, it's, I, you know. I think it still holds. He still yeah. looked very tired in Washugal. Uh, I guess so. Second uh, moto. Second moto. I thought. Well, okay, then in that case, he was very, 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 very tired, and right. the races well, never hot. Um, why, why can't he get better? Because this is the Kenny Roxon that I want to see. To get better, don't you have to know what's wrong? I think they do know what's wrong now. They've said they know what's wrong. They're just not going to tell anybody? Right. And okay. I, I mean, that's fair. Like, whatever. It's their, their medical issue. He's usually not that guy, though. No, he's not. He's usually he's so not. transparent. He's usually like, hey, look at my surgery. Yeah, if it was Tomac, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're never going right. to know. No, like, he'll take that to the grave. Kenny told uh, everybody in the press conference last week that they, they, they're they on the right track. They, okay. f- they figured it out. I guess so. I'm just surprised he hasn't been right. more forthcoming. Though. Yeah. Like, sh- actually showing his blood levels and stuff. Well, it's just how he rolls. <laughs> right. Like, right. he just has never yeah. been that guy. Right, right. Um, so, I don't know, but this Kenny Roxon versus the Tomac that we know would be phenomenal. Be great. You know? Yeah, so. it's I mean he was amazing. This this 450 class, there are so many more questions than answers. Why is Kenny seriously like the most amazing thing you've ever seen in the class of the field by far this weekend and then Eli has completely forgotten how to ride in the first moto going backwards, you right. know? And and I think we can analyze and understand why. And we're going to say he had arm pump, which is what it looked like to me. But why did he have arm pump? Usually with a whole shot, it's over. Like, see ya. He gone. Well, that second moto, when Kenny was six or something, mm-hmm. whatever he was, I'm like, okay, like he's fine, but he's going to have to get on this. And, dude, he went through those guys. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wait. But he's, he, he doesn't even need he doesn't even need five minutes here. But it's the same, like, <laughs> Hangtown, same thing. Yeah. This year, first moto, it was yeah. like, see ya. Like, no one's even yeah. in the realm. It right. wasn't like, man, I got to latch on to him. I got to go with him. He's right. gone. Right. Like, it's over. Yeah. It was cool, though, Weege. He's back this weekend. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, well, I feel like if we discuss uh, Roxon, we have to go right into the Tomac discussion because, yeah. obviously, Roxon was amazing. But on the other, other hand, I, I, can you have a larger variance from Washougal to Unadilla with one rider? It's can just you- this... I, what I don't understand is, is JT doesn't – like, I feel like I was the first guy to bring up the theory about Eli and say we've never had an elite rider ride like this. When you look at Dunge, RV, James. You were Ricky. the first one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, where I was, like, saying this is why we question Tomac. You were the we, first one to to notice a weird ride from Tomac. No. That's your No, stance. I was the first guy to be like – the reason we say these things is because he is an elite company. He mm-hmm. is one of the all-time greats. He doesn't have a Supercross title yet, but you know that's that's the one asterisk. But he's on the RV Dunge Stu Carmichael McGrath level, maybe. And he rides. It's hard to say that and, without with zero Supercross titles. And we don't see those guys riding like what he does. I agree so, with so what you're I, I feel like I was the first guy to be like point that out and JT you kind of get on me about this the, the WW Ranch moto which I'm the one that's the one moto where I'm like eh. yeah I mean him and Norrin usually just duke it out for 30 minutes like that's pretty normal and Norrin was on a privateer Honda out of his yeah, yeah yeah no worries right. and they're in so, 10th place right like that's fine no, no listen th- that one I think I have something for but but this 
this is where we're at, Weege, with, with Eli, where, like, he had arm pumped that first moto. He talked to Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. Um, said he had arm pump. But even the second moto, he got a third. But Marv was clearly better. Kenny was clearly better. They were gone. And Eli even had heat a little bit from uh, Zacco. He had to catch Zacco, and then Zacco mm-hmm. was on him. Um, and this is where we're just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just another... Yeah, you know. it's it's all a it's all the question of the standards, the high standards. Yes, Look, exactly. It, he went seven three. It's not the worst thing in the world. But once you throw down the one one from fifteenth in both motos at the previous race, we know this sport well enough to know that usually you can't do that one weekend and then without getting hurt or something in between, and, 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 go seven three. And, like and, and don't forget, doesn't happen. Whole shot yeah. to seventh. Well, go, yes, yeah, yeah, whole yeah, shot yeah, to yeah. seventh, yeah. and then the previous mo- first moto was like seventh to first. Yeah. So if you're new to the sport and you've never watched this before, you would just think that's how it goes. Baseball players go three for four one day and 0 oh for five the next. That's how it works. But, yes, it just doesn't normally work that way in yeah. this sport. I mean, we make the joke all the time. Like, Villapoto literally could not get seventh in a moto no matter what. It could not happen. Not without a and not without certain, a crash or you know so, like yeah, so, yeah, yeah with yeah. a whole shot and yeah. just having six with guys a whole shot by? okay no has Ryan Dungey, Carmichael, Villapoto, Stu, whilst Stu no because Stu counts or or McGrath and Supercross mm-hmm. have they ever whole shot and got passed back to seventh? Well, just go find a ride like that from them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah, go can, find can, a ride. Can from anyone any here? Of those guys. Can anyone here think of one ride? And that's and no. we have what. 10 to choose from from Tomac, 15 <laughs> yeah. going back over the past few years. Like it's it's yeah. almost the norm. It's not like what's wrong with Tomac. It's like, oh, here, here we go. Here's I another think, one. I think I remember Jeremy on a Suzuki <laughs> hole shotting and finishing fourth. Yeah. One oh, time. Super really? Me. Yes, yeah. I think. Yes. L.A.? I, I don't know. know on that. a Suzuki, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But that was such a weird circumstance. The, the two or three years where Jeremy was like really going for it outdoors. Yeah. That never happened either. Like, the worst he could do is second. But the, 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 the problem yeah. and the, the most... What about the Dunge Hangtown? He but didn't start up front. first round. He but did he start seven, up front? 7-7. Seven, seven. But did he start up front? Probably. He was close. Not whole shot. But that was the first round. What year was that? Uh, 2010. But to me, and I was going to get to that, we're on round... That was round 10 with a 50-point lead coming off of absolute domination the last round. So it wasn't like he's jumping into the series. Oh, man, we're way off. We got to get some settings sorted. Or we got to figure something out here. He just killed everybody at Washougal. No, Dunge started 10th and 13th. Okay, year. either way. I'm just saying, for Tomac, he just came off a round where he crushed everyone. He's got a huge points lead, and he's been dominating the series. So what the hell is he doing out there? I mean, the track was brutally difficult to ride, and... For the casual listener who's never raced at a high level or ridden a track that brutal, I was watching it going, holy hell, I'm glad that's not me. That would have been really, really hard to ride. And, and really all the proof you need is look at all the guys that were crashing everywhere. I mean, they were crashing all over the place. That's not normal. All, all on your fantasy team? Yeah, but just in general. Everyone's <laughs> crashing. McAdoo and Ferrandis um, almost kills himself in practice. And guys are doing things they don't normally do. Uh, that track was in my opinion, by far the most difficult track of the year. Maybe the most difficult track of the last few years. Well, I think you're right about the aggression point, and we'll get to that when it comes to Ferrandis and, and AC, because I got something about that. But, yeah, I and mean, look... It's possible he, that there's just a, a transfer of power. But Roxanne and Tomac can never both be up at the same time. <laughs> you just take your pick. Is that, yeah, is that how I it mean, goes? You kind of got a point, right? Like, when, when have we seen it? 
with both at the peak of their powers? Yeah, no, just... it's always the exact opposite. I mean, you can literally point to the first three Supercross rounds of 2017 mm-hmm. were the best Roxon ever rode, and then he got hurt at round three, and then the very next weekend is when Tomac started going nutballs and like winning all the races. Yeah, yeah. Like you never see them at their absolute best. 2016 down year for Tomac, unbelievable year for Kenny. Uh, it's just so weird. Yeah. So yeah. well. I'm going to throw one other thing. Can I throw one other thing out here? Yes. Uh, JT, you've said sometimes that you think maybe if suddenly Tomac gets passed, and he got passed. Yep. And I, as soon as Roxon came from three seconds down and got him, I'm like, this is going to be interesting. And then it it went away. No, so, it, was just, it was see you later. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's definitely that possibility where we've seen he just seems like he just gets into a mental funk or, or he gets discouraged by getting passed because he really never gets passed. But I honestly think this, to me, this one, he looked like he had arm pump. And yeah. to add to it, maybe okay. the mental problem created arm pump. Like, they could be one and the same, right? One could have caused right. the other. Uh, right. But he looked like he had arm pump to me with the way he was riding. But. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. but Tomac, Kenny got Tomac when? Early? Uh, first lap. Like, well. First lap or second lap? Depends on what you call the first okay. lap. But, but, yeah, but they okay. went over the finish line. Before but, they came back around, he got him. He got but him. Tomac is not getting arm pump. That early. No, I think Kenny so, was just faster. But yeah. what, we're, what we're saying is the fact that Kenny was just so much better mentally handicaps Tomac, yeah, and then I, he just look, goes sideways. Look, the, 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 the mental part is all we have with Eli, and we're talking about you know being an elite guy. And that's all you can really say is it's just mental. To go backwards to the point where you go all the way back and then your teammate passes you like at the end, like something is wrong. Like, there's no way just like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Like, something is very, very wrong with yeah. what's going on in the moto when you look at what normal is for you and then what you're doing out there. And we'll probably never know. Maybe maybe in 10 years when he retires, he'll tell us all. But, I mean, I don't think in the so, moment he's ever going to really explain it. Yeah, because I wonder, okay, so arm pump, he, you know, he's, he's, he's told us that when the bike's off, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to push it. He's had he wasn't injuries. pushing it, that's for sure. So, you know, bike's not set up well for Unadilla. It's a tricky track, and he gets arm pump. So there's that. Yep. Or there's like, hey, I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. I got the whole shot. Oh, my God, look at Kenny. See you later. Now I'm mentally effed, and there's actually nothing wrong with the bike. I think there's. I think it's both. <laughs> Is it both? I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. It could be both, yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah. He's still going to win yeah, this. I think it, it, but you can say is this. How about this? Arm pump is certainly part of the sport, or bike setup is part of the sport. All these things happen. But when we talk about these other guys, and again, we're only comparing Eli, unfortunately, to these other dudes, because when he goes 1-1 at Washougal, we're saying he's at the level of those guys. He can ride a motorcycle as well as uh, Chad Reed. I, I would 100% whatever. put him on any great level, like whatever ro- yeah, whatever yeah. great so rider name, you want to tell me. Right. Carmichael? Right. Name those yes. six no. or eight or ten guys. You're out of your mind. That's, what? He's, not, he's on Carmichael's level. Dude, All right, dude, you got to take Carmichael. Uh, come on, bro. Uh, hold on. Two perfect hold seasons, on. 100 hold national on. wins. Tomac, 2017 Hangtown. You told us 15. that's the greatest ride you've ever seen. That, that's above anything you've ever seen. You've told us that many times. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm not saying he's on Carmichael's level as an overall rider as a career. No. Well, Hell no. I'm not just, even close. As a rider in a moto, he's on Carmichael's level as fast as he can go on a motorcycle. That's that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, his career doesn't match up. He doesn't have a supercross. That day yet. was one of the most impressive days I've ever okay. seen, right. ever. But no. you're talking. You can't put him in the same level as Carmichael as a rider as a career. That's I, a, I, I that's didn't say career. Fair. I didn't say career as going fast on a motorcycle. 
as fast as anybody well, in the sport. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. How about this? We're just saying know, the man. potential is there for him to be as good and as he's on Stu Ferry Carmichael level. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. But the issue is why did those guys I mean our pumps part of the deal, bike setup's part of the deal. Why did that it's almost like why did that not happen to them? It almost makes sense that yeah. every once in a while a guy would get an arm pump. So is it actually just that those guys were so ridiculously gnarly that somehow if they get arm pumped that they just scream it out of their system or something? Did they just anger it out of their system like, <laughs> hell no, I'm not going backwards? I, I, I don't it think those guys – ever happen. I don't think they got arm pumped. I just don't think they I, did. Well, I don't ever – Is it that simple? I don't or think – Or does this go back to the arm pumping mental and that's why right, they get it? Right, right, right. I don't remember many times that Carmichael ever got passed and somebody was just faster. I mean, no. very rare. Like Wyndham maybe once or twice. If you're talking outdoors, uh, Wyndham. Raynard. Raynard. Uh, right. Dude, you can literally count on one hand. And usually <laughs> and he, did, happened, he didn't he mentally buckle. He was going buckle? to then try to break the throttle cable exactly. to try to win, yeah. not drift further right. back. Yep, you're, that's what I was yeah. getting at. He didn't mm. buckle. He just turned it but harder. I, maybe still didn't win, but there was definitely fight back. If you, I, I just said if you... If you put Tomac on his day and everybody in the history of the sport on their day, Tomac is as good as anybody you want to put on on the track on their day, in my opinion. He, that's 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 where I put him at. Like he, like you put you put Peak Stu versus Peak Tomac, and Eli's right there. And you know, you guys know how I feel about Stu. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, on his day, not as a career, not you know, obviously I mean, he doesn't one, have press titles. One day, yeah. in his entire career, would I say that he was there? But I would I could say that for Ricky, thirty times, Stu twenty times. You know, like uh, to me, they're that's a different deal. I, well, hey, with you, zero Supercross titles and a lot less wins he, on both bikes, I don't think he's, he's going to win his third four fifty title yep. in a row here. Okay, guess who's ever done that? One other guy, not Carmichael. Okay, well, because he had an ACL, he has two perfect seasons. I'm just saying, he could have won every outdoor national in '07, and he just like ah, screw it. Um. All right. Uh, just, just take all, just take Carmichael and McGrath out of all arguments. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Well, then we got to take. Makes then, it impossible. Then we got to take Stu out too. All right. I <laughs> think, right. but I think <laughs> Stu is much more human. You look at Stu's like 2010, yeah. 2011, and twenty twelve seasons. He was human. R- Carmichael was never human. Even if the the championships or whatever, he didn't win. I'm gonna hit you with his hammer. I have my desk. That's yet. fine. You can hit. It doesn't change how good Carmichael was. All right. Uh, Muskan two two. Good day for Marv. Uh, really good first moto, I thought. Um, rode really well. He had to just be shaking his head. Oh though, yeah, right. Because right? yeah, he yeah. he's going in there thinking I can win this. Yeah. Like I'm. I, yeah. This there's a track. There's the first overall win I ever had. Mm-hmm. I'm great here. And he had nothing. Nothing for Roxon. Yep. Um, Osborne third four four. Uh, didn't he go four four for third at Washougal? No, not Washougal. That was not a good one. He didn't wait. You know, he got ninth in the first moto at Washougal. Yeah. Okay, did he not get a podium? He got a podium at familiar. Millville. Millville, Millville? He got a podium without going thirty-three, without going third. I thought he went four-three. Oh, he got third, second motor yeah, there. Four-three, maybe uh, Colorado. I don't know. I give up. I thought it recently happened. Colorado got second in the first. Okay, moto. all right. So anyway, so Osborne four-four. Team USA was named, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Osborne, Anderson, and Cooper, and we all knew that was coming for a long time. Biggest surprise I took out of it was they are going the week after Indiana. They are going over there. We're gonna what? do uh yes. We're gonna do well, a big... okay. No, I should say, so the second week, so one weekend off, and then they are heading over there. We're gonna do a big podcast on this, everybody. So we won't delve into it too much right now, but we're gonna go all of it. The Cowie decision, the other teams. We're gonna we're gonna get deep down. Do we get Stephen A. Stevenson on the line? No. Okay. No. 
Uh, thumbs down to Team Green <laughs> from Stephen A. Clever how we reverse the thumbs up. Very clever. Um, Are they? Wait, you're saying they're going to be there for a damn month? Dude, I guess. All of September. That's what I the heard from my source. And my, my source is pretty good on this one. He's on the team. Okay. So, Anderson, that's your source? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, wow, that's that's balls in. That uh, that is all balls in, dude. You're you're in. So um, here, Osborne's uh, crazy. We know that he has no problems with going no. to Europe for a month. That's fine. <laughs> no, he, like no. And I think Anderson will just bring Team Fried, and they'll probably look at it as like we're going to hang out in uh, the Amsterdam area for a month. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm out on that. And I don't want any part. I think of that Cooper comment. just doesn't even know better. Like he yeah. doesn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah Cooper's okay. just like cool. I'm on the team. Right. I think I got a brand new house. Right. When do we have to go? Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Good job for Osborne. Yeah, third overall for him, Team USA. Uh, someone was asking me who the captain is. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really fucking matter. Like, whatever. No, like, I saw. I like, don't. I don't know who decides that or what. But I, I saw on Fire Racing USA Instagram that that Zach was named the captain. Oh, really? I, I don't okay. Know who decides that? I don't, <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know how our social media manager would have info like that. Right. I, well, let me just say that I've never. I've every Disney nation's ever been to, including the one I was on the team. I never noticed a captain or anybody doing anything or anything. All I knew was Roger didn't know my name. That, that's all I remember. But, but um, so I don't know. But anyways, Osborne's the captain. So congratulations to him on that. Is that official? Like I don't know I don't that. Know. I just I, I, I saw it on, an, on social, our social media Instagram. Hey, and the A star guy probably declared that Anderson was the captain. Well, and he's been <laughs> out like with back surgery too. So maybe he was on meds. I, I don't know. But right. he definitely declared him the captain. Yeah. Um, Anderson uh, five five day. Uh, kind of worked up from both motos. Quiet day for him, but he'll take the five five. So Webb, Cooper Webb pulled out of the first moto. We did you hear anything afterwards? And I uh, just said he's going in for an MRI. So yeah, that's not good. Right. Yeah. Knee um, knee problem. Yeah, I think he crashed into a lapper landing on. Um, I don't know. I never saw gravity it. Yeah. Cavity. I think he disappeared. Like he was behind Tomac. He was like the yeah. next in line, and yeah. then all of a sudden Anderson was there, well, and Webb was gone. I do know he pulled off and went straight to the tr- straight back to the pits. Like there was no conferring with Carlos. There was none of that. He was he was gone. Yeah. Will, yeah. Will said on TV that he got into something with a lapper, which I'm sure yeah. is where Jason's point from. But right. that's all we really got. Um, by the way, uh, Webb turned down Team USA. I want everybody to know that. Like he, they asked him, he said he didn't want to go. Um, so Stephen A. Stevenson. Rev sounds it up. like sounds like Alden. Turned down Team USA for Cooper. <laughs> well, I don't know. Whatever. But that's what. But it rev it up. Like Osborne was going to ride the 250. Yep. And then the other guys, Webb and Anderson, are going to go on 450. That would have been a great, great team. Yep. That's what I choose to believe anyway. I think Alden got in Cooper's ear and said, "Hey, whatever it is, just remember that everybody on on social media out there." Well, it may not even matter at this that. point. Even if he was on the team, right. He may not be right. on the team anymore. Right. Even if he has been chosen so. already. So. Uh, Dude, he should have just waited a week. You get all the pressure off of him. He's like, oh, I wanted to go so bad. Uh, uh, why couldn't he get hurt at Washougal? It would have been perfect. Right. Um, Barsha. Barsha was back that first motor. Yeah. That was good to see. He was he was riding really well, man. And that's Set up, seat. Steve. Set up. Yeah, set up. Travis Preston helping with setup. Could, could they help him share that setup with Plessinger? Because that setup was not ideal. Yeah. Plessinger had another DNF. I'm not even worried about the DNF. Oh, the second moto. Oh, I thought you were talking about setup because that like the bike. Well, was, bike, yeah, the, the bike Mc, couldn't go. I don't know enough about motorcycles to tell you why the bike was broken, but I watched him his lap times in second moto. That wasn't good. Yeah, that was not good. Yep, yep. Um, he, he was following a guy that his graphics say "Call me maybe" over the entire bike. Yeah, he had nothing for Lorenzo. No, nothing. 
I mean, what are you going to do? He won the national championship last year. Wasn't good. Um, anyways, good to see Barsha up there. And, uh, yeah, they did work on the bike. They did test a little bit. Travis Preston, as we talked about, I think, last show, came in and helped them, helped the guys out a little bit. Uh, so Barsha got third. Second moto, he crashed in the same spot he did last year. Did you see he – did you listen to my post-race interview with him? Either one yeah. of you? No, I did. Barsha said – I said, yeah, you crashed in the same spot as last year. He's like, yeah, I crashed with some trailer rider. Caleb Russell. Oh, last year. Yeah. 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 Why does he got to say – why does he have to do that? Why does he got to do that? One of the best trail riders ever, like, by the way. I like Barsha. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know what, though? I don't think I, – I think he meant that as a joke because one of Barsha's best buds, like, was in his wedding and helped him with the testing is, is Lane Michael, who is also Caleb's best bud. So oh, I think okay. that was a joke. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Um, you know, Lane Michael is, like, uh, basically Caleb Russell's brother-in-law almost. I think he's dating Caleb's wife's sister, and he's, like, Barsha's – Okay. Super bud. You, you, All right. I okay. think you lost was, me. Yeah, I don't you, think you that was meant too. as an insult. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, I hope not. Um, no. But it was hilarious. Like, I figured if you're Caleb Russell watching this race, you were, like, throwing up watching that. Because it was literally the same thing, first yeah. lap, take yeah. off. But this time, Barsha took himself out yep. instead of taking you out. In yep. the one national, it appears, you'll ever race in your life. You started the Moto third. Yep. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, oh. thanks. Um, well, it was good to see Barsha get like you want to. You just want to see that parody, right? A guy grab third, like he moves his way up into third. Yeah. Like that's great. That's yeah. awesome. So, um, yeah. and in the second moto, perhaps provided me with my greatest highlight all day. Uh, Dean Wilson caught him, and they proceeded to try to kill each other for the next ten minutes. Um, and they both set their fastest lap times, like with four laps to go, because um, there was no way that Barsha was letting Dean buy him, even though Dean had caught him. And there was, of course, Dean. They go. This, I thought it was the other way around. No, Dean caught Dean Barsha. caught Barsha. Yeah. Okay. This rivalry is ten years old, and as I told them both, how did Dean catch Barsha? If Barsha crashed on the first lap. He got up pretty quick, I guess. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. Well, let me look. Okay. Um, as I told them afterwards, I'm like, you guys need to sell tickets. You know, we had the Chicken Bradshaw race mm-hmm. at the uh, U.S. Open. Yep. Just have Bradshaw those didn't two. Know about the cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just have those two. Like seriously, just, just have those two. I think that would end in blood and tears and lawsuits. Um, have an update. Yeah, yeah. Dino was lap Dino, one. Dino's ahead, and then lap two, Barsha's ahead. Barsha's ahead. That's weird. So I don't even know. So okay, so Barsha passes him and then leaves him a little bit. Okay, and then Dean catches him late. Huh. All right. Um, but anyway, so the, those two. I mean, I was just watching them. It was fantastic. Yeah. There was panic revs. There was guys going off the track. There were guys freaking. Like, at one point, Dean was ahead of Justin and then just went left in a turn. And I found out that because Barsha uh, pulled his clutch in and revved his bike wide open and yeah. Dean thought it was coming, like, as a missile. So, like. <laughs> did he flip him off like he did Webb last year? No, but after the race, Dean said he told Barsha, like, Hey, man, great race, but why do you always try to F and kill me? <laughs> and Barsha, in, in typical Barsha form, he's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking yeah. about? That's what, that's <laughs> what Freezy used to do to me. What that, do you mean? That, <laughs> Barsha's comeback to every one of those incidents. I don't know what you're talking always about. Always like, what, yeah, dude? That's, I hate that. <laughs> like, you, you know damn well. We were just at war. Oh, it's great. It's great. But and Barsha always feigns like innocence. And Dean's like, why you got to ride like that? And, yep. and Barsha told me it was a great race. That's so me. <laughs> That's so me with everybody who likes to ride like that. I, why uh, are we doing this? Someone's going to get hurt. Oh, uh, it's great. Yeah. So that was a great battle. Did you happen? I guess you didn't see it. Did, I haven't watched the race yet. I, they showed oh, some no, of we it. caught it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had, 
I don't even know how it's possible. I mean, that's not how motocross works. But all of a sudden, for three quarters of a lap, they could go side by side. And whatever line the one dude Mm -hmm. took, the other guy was going to be next to him. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And like you said, their pace actually up. Oh, yeah. That they were, uh, you know, Larry Ward, chicken, Seattle 1990 stopping. They were going faster in two completely different lines and equally matched. On the live timing, the, the fast laps are highlighted in green for the timing scoring that I watched, like from the announcer's tower. And they continued to lower their times for like two or three laps in a row. And eventually just set their fastest time. Like, because they were just, it was blood. It was blood war. You know, it was on. Yeah. So, um, it was amazing. What? Yeah. So, yeah, we need to, we need to sell, sell tickets to that. Just have them too. That's it. Because <laughs> think about it. This goes back to what? 09? Mm. 250 days? Yeah, I think 08? So. No. Barsha so. turned pro in 10. Dean turned pro in 10. It would have been 11 that they were really at it. In 250 class? 11. <clears throat> Supercross 11. Okay. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yes. Benny Bloss. Uh, oh, well, Savachi again. Good ride by Savachi. Passing Eli probably felt pretty good for him. 6'6", uh, six, six, though. He'll he'll take it. Um, JGR, we think. Done. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that much. at the okay. end. Yeah. Has to be, but we'll yeah. get to that. Um, Benny Bloss, JT, rode well. Benny's first moto, I don't know what happened. Must have fell. Uh, he was 30th. Yeah, something like that. Just bad star. I and think. dude, he was just railing around uh, guys. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. He he likes Unadilla. It's his favorite track. Mm-hmm. So he, he should call Ricky, and uh, and talk to him about Unadilla. Well, it's going to be interesting. I I have not talked to anyone, so I'm completely speculating. But there's a very uh, friendly contest going on for that second spot on that team, and uh, I think Benny did himself some favors. I like I said, I was in at the race. I haven't talked to anybody, but. Putting in a nine seven and passing Bogle late mm. had to help, right? Had to help his case. I I've been told by somebody close to the team that it's going to be Benny. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I have no yep. idea. Yeah. and I'm saying that com- but being completely me, honest. I have no idea. I would almost go Bogle if it was me. I would but, do everything I could to find a way to do both. Well, why doesn't Fly pay enough money to get all, both all three? I guys? think we're I think we're already all in. <laughs> <Watch this buck laughs> we're all the way there. Um. Okay, so, yeah, Bloss rode really well. Oh, by the way, I talked to somebody this weekend. Okay, I, I made a joke about Benny should call Ricky, right? Talking about how, tell him how good Unidil is. Okay. Because Carmichael, you know, he said, this place sucks. We can he ask had, Bradshaw about that tonight, didn't he have it? Didn't he have buy Unadilla on his pants the last time he was there? Buy Unadilla? Like There's somebody buy it? No, like, Unid. Am I crazy? Didn't, I think so. Didn't he have something on the back of his pants the Ricky? last time he raced Unadilla? Like see you later, like see you later, Unadilla. Oh yeah, like, he did have something, but it wasn't by Unadilla. Well, yeah, but whatever. It was yeah, something yeah, like something, like something like sarcastic yeah, where yeah, yeah. like I don't. Well, he told him as did Bradshaw basically right. walk the gate. So don't ever come back. I was told this weekend that Ricky is banned from Unadilla for oh, all yeah? these comments, and I said, well, hold on. So you're telling me, like it would never <laughs> happen, but you're telling me that the goat. Mm-hmm. Wants to go to Unadilla because yep. he's got relatives in the area, or he's trying to close a deal, or or Monster wants him to go. You're telling me he would not be allowed in the gates, and this person was like, "Yep." Anybody tell Davy Coombs this? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm sure Ricky's bad for Unadilla. Like, you can't come in. So they're not going to do a, like a 50th year anniversary poster on a white picket fence for him. I don't know. What do you think, Weege? You think if he shows up, he's allowed in? Uh, I think he'll be just fine. Right, I, I agree. I agree. I, I Maybe. Did, what do you think? Fake mustache and, and glasses, or something? <laughs> like Bobby, like Bobby Valentine. In the, yeah, Bobby Valentine spray on the tan. Bench. Right, yeah. right. I was just laughing because I'm like, okay, so, like, you, stop it. If he if he wants to go to Unadilla, he's allowed in the gates. Nope, nope, he's banned. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. 
Yeah, I, I was I done after that. Like, uh, wait, so you're not? That's it. You, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, you know, hurt anybody? No. You can't criticize a track. I don't know, dude. That's just and like, honestly, and for like hey, for, criti- for criticism in the media. Being a hundred percent honest, that criticism was warranted. The track then it was, was definitely bad, terrible, yeah, yeah. terrible. Yep. They've done a they've done a lot of good things, and I give them I give people credit where it's due. I'm gonna write this in my column. Hangtown and Unadilla are the two tracks that have come the farthest. Yeah, and they deserve credit. Yep. But going back to then, it was god awful, yep. and they deserve to be criticized. So I'm well, I I try to be as well, transparent as I can. You're gonna be banned, also. That's fine. I don't want to go. <laughs> Put Thomas on the ban list. <laughs> but um, no, I I have been very fair with them, and I just had to I write about how good it yeah, is. Now. I just had to laugh at the whole thing that you're actually gonna like Carmichael's actually gonna not be allowed on premises. Bradshaw too. <laughs> right. Um. All right. No, Bradshaw. That was Hangtown. Oh, Bradshaw has some disparaging comments for Unadilla, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, fair. Um, Freddie Norman had a quiet day. Kyle Cunningham, top privateer. Kyle Cunningham, top privateer. I, I wrote this in my column. It's coming out this week on Racer X. Like, like Henry Miller, John Short, LeMay, they've all been crushing it. Bowers, right? Doing well and everything else. But I think it just goes to show you, like, Cunningham is, like, when his program's together. Like, he's got a sketchy program as a full privateer, right? Doesn't Kyle always seem to have a bike issue here or there or crashes or whatever? Mm-hmm. But for Kyle to show up, he didn't go to Washugo. You know, he's a privateer, so he's not going all the way to Washugo. For Kyle to show up and just beat all those guys that have been killing it, I think says something about Kyle Cunningham. Like, that, that's where I'm like. That's like, a really good track for him, though. If you go back to 2007, I think. It was either 07 or 08. He was running top five in 250 class there all bike? day. On a star bike? No. He was on Butler Brothers, and then he switched to... Uh, Wonder Warthog for that event, <laughs> and he was running top five all day. Wonder Warthog. Yeah, yeah. But I remember him. Did he have a cape? Uh, he might have. He, he kind of had a cape because he was like Superman that day. I right. mean, he was like fourth all day. It was a big deal because he switched the right. team, and the team was all pissed. And, right, right. But he's been good at that track. So, um, all right. Uh, so good job for Kyle Cunningham, Henry Miller, John Short. Uh, again, Plessinger talked about that a little bit. Um, anything else four fifty wise? Weege, Tomita came back this week. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> You're good? Yeah. All right. RJ was there. I couldn't, be good, couldn't get RJ in the booth. Uh, we had him come on the practice show. You did? And, okay. Um, All right. JT predicted uh, something in it. The prediction came true. So, good job, JT. What did I predict? Can we just... RJ's oh. interview would be very long-winded. Oh, yeah. That's it, how he rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and he was. Give him a mic, and you're taking a chance of getting it back. He, RJ wrote a 500 around for opening ceremonies around the track, and he had tennis shoes on, and he said, like, he didn't start the bike. Someone mm-hmm. else started it and just gave him the bike. Yep. And he said, had he stalled it, he was just leaning it. He was just going to leave it on the side <laughs> of the track because he had tennis shoes <laughs> on. He's like, it. I am not starting a CR500 yeah, yeah. in tennis shoes. Yeah. Hey, at least he was on a Honda. Yeah, That's good true. point. Good That's point. True. I don't want to go back to that day that he, did, he and Bailey rode opening ceremonies. Uh, he was on a damn KTM. Like, come on. RJ was a bad dude, by the way. Oh, I'm all in on yeah, RJ. I'm yeah, all in. Yeah. I was glad I did get to see him and talk to him a little yeah. bit. I saw him. And I saw him Sunday morning at the airport. So I talked oh, to him there. Must have been good. Oh yeah. Did you imagine him, well, and, him and Glover? A a, go ahead. Did you imagine him and Glover getting warmed up? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Long conversations. Or I said, "What if we have RJ interview Marvin? What if we <laughs> just how do long that? Will that go? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How long will that go? Um, uh, but RJ, look, I was pumped. The track did a lot of awesome things for the 50th anniversary, and they brought in RJ and Larry Myers, the old announcer. Yeah. Um, I talked to Larry a little which, bit. I'd never talked to him before, so it was cool. 
I tried to, man. He wasn't having it. What? <laughs> I don't know. He, <laughs> I kept trying to praise him because, like, literally, literally, I can say that Larry Myers was as much of an inspiration of for me and what I'm doing right. as uh, anyone else ever. Yeah. You know, I watch all these races in the 80s and Moto World, yeah. and that included coverage of Unadilla. Like, Larry Myers is what motocross announcing is supposed to sound like. Right. And every time I was giving that to him, he would walk away. And I saw him like 7 in the morning, and I'm like, man, you're my guy. You're the guy we were <laughs> listening to, like everything I do. I, I try to do it the way you do. And he just looks at me, and he goes, I think Larry just likes to dig into people. He doesn't take well to like compliments. He wants you to, to go back and forth and dig. Oh, okay. So he just said, he's like, if you like me so much, why aren't you paying me to be here? And I'm like, well, I'm paying you in compliments. How about that? And then he walked off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Larry's also – I'm just saying the track. I give him credit. Larry Myers and Rick Johnson are iconic to Unadilla. So that was an excellent choice. Like, you could pick random guys. Everybody's raced there at one point. But, like, Jeremy McGrath raced Unadilla. He's not synonymous. Rick And Rick, Ricky would like to go, but he's banned. Yeah, Ricky's banned. Yeah, he would. They, they invited him, but they couldn't let him in the track. Right, right. Right. But RJ, look, I was there. He saved Team USA's ass in 1987. Absolutely, positively, we would have Hold lost. Hold on. Hold on. Would have lost, for sure. <laughs> Dude. Team USA was going to lose motocross Hannah, nations in America. Hannah won the 125 class that day. First moto, they had a fourth and a third. Okay. They got third, and S- Hannah got fourth, and they were third in points, and it was muddy, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to lose. And then RJ won both motos overall on a 250 and purposely slowed up to roost other guys to help Wardy out. Dude, he won the second and third moto overall. Th- that's that fine. That's fine. But th- he didn't save the team. He just rode really well. I mean, <laughs> the handle. No, he saved the Hold team. Hold on. This is the same person where Mathis is saying that Ferry saved the team in 09. He did. He right. did. The, so you're saying. Stu like, crashed the, out. It was the last the moto. Worst, like, parallels of arguments no. I've ever heard. We just saying after winning both, mo- winning both winning motos both, overall right. is not saving the team. No, it is just performing. It is just coming through in the clutch. And Ferry, it's what what place did Ferry get in that moto? Stu couldn't start no, his no, bike. No, that's not what I asked you. Oh, I don't know, but right, like sixth or something. Whatever. He came through the pack. He saved Team USA. <laughs> it was the third moto. They were losing. We just talking after moto one. All right, good job, RJ. All you did was win the two motos you were in. All you did was do the oh, here maximum we go. thing here you we possibly go. Right. do. Here Best we go. score possible. Right. What the hell did you listen. do? All right, listen, fine. <laughs> And then purposely slow up to roost guys and then pull back away. I would love Sorry. for I would what love for, can you do? I would love for Steve to tell RJ that he really didn't do anything to help. Listen, no, RJ knows. RJ knows. Oh, I'm sure he does. He knows I'm the I'm, I'm sure he I'm, does. He does. He um, would he would probably physically hurt you. It's in nineteen eighty seven. The Americans were so much better than everybody else. It was it was over. It was still over back then. Um you know what's weird, though, by the way, that day? I like, we I like, win until I do, won. I do like Larry Myers calling everybody from every other country a commie back in the day. They were all uh, commies. They kind of were. Yeah. French, he, Belgians, yeah. they were all commies. He was in his prime, man. He knew how to get that that uh, other side sucks going and making yeah. you scared of the Euros that they might beat us. And, and, and Hannah and him. Look, Bob Hannah not being there, that's probably even better than Hannah being there. Like... Because Hannah is the most synonymous at Unadilla of yeah. anyone. Yeah. But the fact that you know they probably asked, and he said, I'm not going to your stinking track, or I yeah. want $10,000. No. That H- is, Hannah, you know that happened. Hannah didn't Had go to the MXDN thing last year either. Uh, yeah. he, he, Hannah's not leaving for any for free. Hannah's not leaving Idaho for free. Yeah. That's Which the bottom is so line. Bob Hannah. Like, that's right. right. better than even being there is Hannah saying, pay me, or I'm not showing up. That is so Bob Hannah. So kudos <laughs> to him. 
Um, all right, okay, so uh, that's 450 class from uh, Unadilla. we got two rounds left to go, Bud's Creek this weekend, and, of course, Crawfordsville. Uh, thanks to uh, Ra- uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. The 2020 stuff is out now. I have my new 2020 Formula Helmet uh, with the new graphics that matches my blue crew perfectly. Thank you, JT. I appreciate you bringing it from the uh, from the launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, please check out Fly Racing, flyracing.com, for everything that you need for the 2020 stuff, including uh, new and revised colors and designs and everything else. Uh, I absolutely love the uh, – is it the Evo with the red, blue, and white, the all-white jersey, red, Logo. That's kinetic. Kinetic. I love that. With that's, the, like, looks yeah. like a rising sun on yes. the jersey. That's yes. kinetic. Uh, the, yeah. That kinetic line is my favorite uh, for the 2020 line. So thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Also, thank you, Alpine Stars. The Tech 7 is the boot of choice for myself. If you don't want the booty, please check out the Tech 7. Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today. It's on the feet of practically half of the racers out there, if not more. Uh, thanks to Alpine Stars for the A- A1 chest protector, A4 chest protector also uh, doing very well. Thank you, Max's Tires, uh, MXST Tires, developed by the King. Jeremy McGrath, speaking of McGrath. Uh, AJ Cantonzar running the MXSTs out in Supercross as well. Great mountain bike tires, of course. And thanks to Racetech. Uh, Pulp19 is the code to save. Get your suspension service. Get your motor done. Folks at Racetech. Ben LeMay u- using Racetech. Michael Alessi using Racetech. He's 15 points down with one round to go uh, up in Canada to try to capture that thing using Racetech suspension. Colton winning? Colton is winning. Colton winning. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's retiring this year. Colton. Yes. So he's he done wins, after. It's over. Yep. He's okay. not even racing the Supercross part. He's done right. after this weekend. So uh, thanks to uh, Fly, uh, Racetech, Racetech.com, everybody. Uh, all right. 250s from Unadilla. Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas here. Fly Racing, Racer X podcast. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Okay, JT. So I think your point about Unadilla and aggressiveness was spot on because. Uh, well, obviously you know that anyways, but also when you watch those motos, so Fernandez goes uh, 2-1, AC goes 2-1-2, uh, their lap times were so close in the second moto, in the first moto too, but Fernandez got the start, Adam didn't, and I think you could only go so quick on that track. You could only be so on it because those guys were practically the same all moto long. Uh, Tell rocks in that. At some point, AC... Messed up, hit neutral, got into with a lapper, lost some time, but he got it, got it back a little bit. But that was great racing. But mm-hmm. I think the track limited attacking. Yeah, I think Roxon would have smoked those guys. Okay, my, my opinion. Yes. But yeah, the track was. Uh, it required a different approach. You could, you had to really um, be patient and go fast in a way that it allowed you to because if you just went blindly and just grabbed a handful in all the corners you were going to end up on your you you know you're going to crash so i think it's been not only that track though i think it's been just those two have been so close if you go back the last several weeks they're identical pace yeah washugal and and there's just a start right and they're so pushing each other above everybody else yeah but they've they've been identical and i don't disagree with you on the track i just think it's been on every track lately. Yeah. Like Washugal, they were the same. Maybe AC had a little bit more pace, but not enough to pass. Yep. You know, it's just been, they've been so damn close. And assuming it continues over the next two races and we don't have any sort of crazy shakeup, it's really going to come down to AC looking back and saying, I was ready coming into the series and Dylan wasn't. Dylan was still celebrating, you know, not prepared from Supercross, whatever. And I was. And that's the difference because the last four or five races of the series, maybe half of the series, they've been exactly the same. It was just those first few races where Adam built up a gap and everything else has been identical almost all the way down the stretch. It's great racing, Weege, between those two. Yeah, it's been super fun to watch. 
they've matched each other really. I know Justin Cooper actually got second in the first moto at Washougal, but Cian Strula was right there. All three of them were close. Yeah, you really can't ask for much more. And this is kind of historically how it works, right? When it really comes down to only two guys that really feel like, oh, my God, I can win this title. Every lap counts, every point counts, every second counts. They just break away uh, from the field. Yeah. Same, same guys that were battling them early in the year now can't do it anymore. I agree. Yeah, you see it a lot. Right? Just, yep. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I remember that year where Canard uh, was putting in a late-season push to get Porcel. Uh, in the end, they were having motos where they were way out in front of everybody else. Where the first half of the year, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're seeing. But that was huge for Adam because, look, man, as JT has said 900 times already, the potential to crash on that track was massive. So for him to take everything that Fernandez has had, not lose any points, not go down, not make the mistake, uh, I think that was huge. Now Fernandez is down to only four chances to get those points back. And one of the best chances for something to go wrong Unadilla, uh, Adam got through it. Yep. So that was huge, He's, I think. So what what has Adam got? Two fifths and everything else has been on the podium? This and year? one of the fifths was beat by penalty. At oh, that's right. Yeah. So he, he actually got third. third. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, it reminds me of Dean's season. Dean, the title that Dean won. Really? He, yeah. He Dean was very consistent and he, he had heat. He Dean, had, caught, Dean caught fire in the second half of the series. His first half of the series wasn't very good. No, it was. If no, you look at it, it he wasn't. was on the podium almost every time. Yeah, but so. that was when El Chupacabra was making making everybody else look silly for a while, and then Dean yeah. turned it back but around. Dean's championship season, he was only off the podium twice. Overall. Uh, motos. You sure wow. about that? Two or three times. Yeah. I don't think so. I'll look. What year was that, please? 11. Thank you. But Dean did not win a race that year until Unadilla. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, the second yeah. half, he caught fire, and then he just, like. I remember a turning point. He blew people off the track at Redbud, and then it was just yeah. like, oh, two, it is so on now. Two motos. Dean was off the podium. The whole season? The whole season. He got uh, he got eighth at High Point, and he got uh, fifth at uh, Washougal in the first moto. Hmm. So, But it didn't feel like he had domination like that that year. That's surprising to me. Right. No, because Baggett was coming from 11th to 1st and winning motos at one point. Yeah, but Baggett had a, had a 1, 2, 3, 4, yeah, Baggett was, 5, 6, 7, 8, Baggett was eight motos. Yeah, 8 motos yeah. off the podium. Right. Yeah, Baggett was Baggett. Right. There would be one weekend where he was un- next right. level unstoppable, and then the next weekend he well, would get 7th. It just reminds me, AC's season reminds me of Osborne's, it reminds me of Dean's, where it's just no matter what happens, he's getting a third or better, you know, and he's 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 just... He's just the complete package. Endurance, speed, starts. It's all there. Um, Ferrandis doesn't want to hear it from any of us that that's a European track. Huh. He does not want to hear that from anybody. He says European tracks are not like this. They don't have the lap times like Unadilla does. They don't have massive jumps like Unadilla does. He doesn't want to hear it. So, I don't think, uh, for Ferrandis' sake, the strengths of Unadilla do play out for some of the European riders, such as Roxon and Marvin. I don't think Ferrandis is in their category. I think Ferrandis is a hard charger guy, not a right. tactician in the same way that Roxon yeah. and Marvin are. So I don't think it applies to him I mean, in particular. I don't know how much how much like he he does have a point. Like there's some huge jumps out there, right? That that we don't normally have in, in Europe. There's also we we just think of it as European track because of literally was the only race the Europeans ever did in America forever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But if you look at how it's changed, it has changed. Um, and maybe we're just all slow to let that go. But I'm with you, Ouija, a little bit on that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, but yeah, it's, I mean, we still think that, uh, we still think that Adam's got this, yeah? 
Yes. I think on the Ferrandis thing, though, if you look at the types of tracks that these guys race on and ride on, American guys don't ride tracks like Saturday very often at all. No. Ferrandis would have ridden tracks like that several times, like a ton of times all over Europe. I mean, I can just, I can name off GP tracks that are just like that. Forget about all the practice tracks he rode. Forget about all the local races, French races. That track is very typical for European racing where American guys never, you'd never see that. Wow. Especially not now with practice facilities. Yeah. (laughs) That's just not a Um, dirt type or the ruts aren't like that. That's a very atypical situation for American riders nowadays. Um, Sexton went 3-3, and I've talked to Chase a lot over the years. He doesn't have a lot to say. He's a really nice dude. I like him. He doesn't often have a lot to say when he doesn't win. Like, he kind of, you know, he's a little intense, a little like Stanton, a little bit like that or whatever. But he was really happy after this race. He was, uh, he didn't win, but he, he was very happy. He gave me a great interview after the race. I just think Weech, he was stoked that, like, because he was on Adam at one point, you know, and he was right there. In the other moto, those guys were better. Let's be clear, but he was—he had a good ride, and he was right there. And I just think he was stoked, like, okay, I'm back. I'm, I'm like, I'm good. Like, even though he didn't win, he's like back, you know? Yeah, because even though he won that moto in Florida, um, I don't know at any point if if he was leaving the track saying I'm better than Ferrandis and Cincerulo. So if anything, this was about as good, if not better, than he's been all year. So yeah, to yeah. know that, okay, I had. A major physical setback, right? And I'm, I'm so far back that I'm as good, if not better, than I was even before that. Yeah, that's got to feel good. Yeah, I asked yeah. them afterwards. I said, give our, give give the listeners a little bit of like, what's it like to be overheated like that? God, it didn't sound good. So Man. he said he was yeah. shaking. He couldn't see. He couldn't hold a water bottle. Like, good God, Man. right? Um, yeah. But good job for for Sexton. All right. So the real story was the rookies coming in. Uh, Jet Lawrence, Joe Schmoda, Carson Mumford, and Jalik Swole. And what'd you make? What'd you make of it, JT? Man, Shimoda killed me in fantasy. That's what I make of it. But I thought they all, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they all rode pretty well. Um, Jet's second moto was great. Yeah, uh, first moto was actually good too. He just crashed. Yeah. Um, Mumford was okay. He was steady, right? He was okay. Yep. Yeah, not flashy. Practice was pretty good. I should I should mention but, that. Having said that, Mumford almost beat Lawrence, like almost was the top rookie. Well, because you know? Jet DNF the first moto. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like you know, just... I just don't think Mumford was very flashy with speed. He kind of hung around and then went backwards a little bit. Jet didn't DNF, but he, yeah, he was out of the points. Right, he got 21st. Yeah. Sorry, the first moto. Yeah, uh, but I mean, from Jet for Jet to go up to eighth, yeah, in the second moto, that was pretty impressive. Um, Which we on our, on our Moto Sixties preview, you said Jet, you know, would have the most speed, would be the most impressive. I mean, a lot of people did, but you know, but we you did call that a little bit for Jet. Yeah, but I mean, that's not me being a darn genius. No, here. no, no. Yeah, yeah. But, like you said, a lot of people felt that way. Mumford told me he literally, and this doesn't make much sense to me, but he's like, hey, if I go backwards in the motos, please tell everybody I literally have only ridden one thirty minute moto. <laughs> I said, I said, why? And he's like. Loretta's is 20 minutes. That's what I was working on. But I've never – I feel like all those guys do 30s. I thought they did 30s. Level. Yeah. At the A-class level? Yeah. I was a little surprised. So he admitted he was going to go backwards, and he did. And he did. Uh, but right. I think for him, that uh, you'll take that. He didn't fall what off a cliff, though. 16, 20. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, Swole wasn't that great. Is that fair? Yeah. Tough qualifying. Definitely. Like yep. 30th, yep. you know? Like yep. it, wasn't, it wasn't a good day, in my opinion. No. Can I – 
I don't want to be a dick, so never mind. Oh, here it comes. I, I just, I don't want to be that here guy. Here it comes. I just, okay. Like, I guess the eighth, though, is good. The eighth is good. Eighth is good. But you would yeah. like, you would, you'd like to see it in both motos. For Jet? Yeah. He, you would have. You would have if he didn't crash. Okay. I feel like, and again, maybe I'm off, but other guys, other amateurs in their first races at Unadilla specifically have shined more. Well, yeah, Justin Cooper got second in the moto. Bogle? It happens. Bell? Bogle. Uh, yep. uh, not Bell. Um, uh, Bell finally got a start at Southwick. Yeah, no, it, right. Um, uh, Martin, J-Mart, didn't J-Mart go like 8-9? Eight, 8-8? Nine? Eight, eight? Don't know. Uh, he, it wasn't very good because, according to you, that uh, was eh. <laughs> eh. All right. It was eh. Um, Ricky went 17. No, I agree. There have definitely okay. been flashier that, debuts. That's 100%. All, yes. That's all I'm saying. Like, generally, because these kids come out of the Loretta's, they're stoked. Mm-hmm. They can't believe it. They're amazing. And they always go a little higher than what they're, they find their level at, right? Um, and I didn't. But I guess eighth is eighth. I mean, that that's good. So I don't know. I don't think. I was, but were any of these can kids, I just say I was underwhelmed? Were a any bit? of these kids that hyped, though? I don't think there's been a huge hype train. I think the Jet Lawrence one has been going for 10 days. I don't right. think before right. Loretta's there was a hype train. But there was nobody I, I going agree. like, oh, my God, wait till you see these amateurs hit Unadilla. It is on. I never heard that from anybody. Uh, after Loretta's, I think there was that was happening with, uh, with But I'm, you know what I'm saying? Before then. I'm saying like no, all no, through the right. spring, yeah, all yeah, through yeah. summer. Nobody's no. saying like, just no. wait. Right. So no. Mumford and Lawrence, will. is there any way we, they stay pro? Uh, Mumford, no. I, I'm pretty sure that's assured that he's not. This is just a couple amateur races, and he goes back to amateurs. I, I, with Lawrence, it is so hard to say because there's this supercross question mark that no one can figure out the answer to. He's literally not ridden it, and then for whatever it matters, it didn't go well for his brother, who's even older. He didn't even get to race this year. So I don't think they know what to do until he's on a Supercross track for several months. I don't think here in August they can figure it out at all. Should they go pro, yeah. JT? I think so. What uh, What's the holdup? Like, what, what are you hoping to accomplish by not? If you have a deal with Geico, which I'm assuming those guys probably do, what's the reason to go backwards? Why go back down? Unless Geico just needs titles or something. No, I don't think they care about the amateur titles. I think they're just always worried that Supercross is going to eat these dudes alive. And it's like if, if one more year helps them to be more ready for it somehow, then take the extra year. I think that's the fear. Okay. Uh, yeah. The good thing about Swole Racing was uh, Tim Ferry was there. That's always good. He's his coach. Great to see Tim Ferry mm-hmm. at the races. So does this mean Ferry's just – this Swole's moved up. So is Ferry just back at the races, Steve? You know, I never asked him. I should have oh, probably asked him. Like, really? are we, we going to be keep seeing you, Tim Ferry, yeah. at the races? Yeah. Um, he he just I I I saw him at the truck. I went over and talked to him, and he just complained about amateur racing for twenty minutes. I, I was confused over that since Swole is his guy. Right. I was confused. He just is like, there's these riding facilities. These guys don't do motos anymore. They just race four times a year. They need to race more. They don't have race craft. Uh, you know, uh, Jalik's raced. So I, I guess Jalik crashed in Phoenix, right, at the amateur race, Supercross. And, yes, and big, has, big and, one. And has raced one time since then. Like, had one gate drop, Loretta's. I didn't know that. Wow. Like, or I mean, maybe it was two. Possible, maybe it's two. Maybe it's two. Twice. Okay. So the, <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> Tim Berry. But, anyways, he's just saying, like, 
These guys don't race. None of these kids race anymore. None of them have any guys around them. None of them know what to do. And we this is something you've been on for a few years. I got to give you credit on that. You've been bringing this up a long time. Like local yeah, racing is totally right. Yeah, local racing yeah. is dead. So anyway, so yeah, yeah. So no, he's right. Um, I just was more. I was, and I, I'll I'll preface this by saying, you know, I rode all the same tracks that Swole does all the time including Timmy's house and these places, this is what I, the same exact practice grounds that I had. That's a really, really difficult track to go to when you grew up in Florida and rode Florida tracks. So for Swole to really struggle at that round doesn't surprise me at all. My first year there, I didn't even qualify. And I was getting top 20s at most of the other rounds. So I get it. <clears throat> I hope he rides Bud's Creek, and I don't know if he is or not. Because I think you'll see a much better... No, he should be, Buds. Why wouldn't he be? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm... He's on the team. Okay, yeah. great. I think you'll see a much better Jaleek Swole yeah. at Buds Creek than I than you did at Unadilla, simply because of the soil and the way the track well, is. Well, and Timmy and I won a moto there in 03. I don't care about any of that. I'm okay, just saying but the Timmy, track... Timmy and I know the lines. I think we'll so. be much kinder to him than Unadilla was. Okay. Um, what else? Cooper, 4-4. Four, four. Timmy, Timmy won a moto at Unadilla, too. Yep. By the way, four uh, four for Colt Nick or four four for Justin Cooper. Colt Nichols had a really good race that first moto. Man, he came from the back. Uh, good job for Colt Nichols. It was funny after the race. I was talking to him. I'm like, hey, five six. He's like, dude, I remember. I, he's like, I'm not that happy with five six. He's like, that's not what I'm supposed to do. He's like, I remember, you know, not even having a top ten all year long, mm-hmm. one year, like not that long ago. <laughs> Right, so he's, he's had a quiet, quietly had a very good year. I, I, he has, dude, and you know what? He's in shape. You watch him; yeah. he charges forward. He's in shape. Um, I talked to McElrath after the race. He's just uh, we. That was a depressing interview. He's oh, just, I did not listen to that one. Oh, yet. yeah, he really? just he's just like I don't know. We're still finding things out. It's been rough. I don't know. Like, you know, this is the guy who's supposed to win, right? I mean, legitimately came into the into the series hoping to win. What do you think, Tyler Keith feels about it? Yeah. Um, yeah, he yep. won. Remember last year he had a moto win and an overall win. It's just been yep one of those um, years. R.J. Hampshire in the first moto was dead, dead, dead last. Crashed twice on the opening lap. Worked all his way up to twelfth. Rode really well. So good job for R.J. Hampshire. That that's seventh in the second moto probably wasn't what he wanted to do. But first moto to me, when I see a guy doing that, this is impressive. I like it. He charged hard. He, his he rode results hard. are so far off of how his riding is. It's got to be so frustrating for him. Yeah. Because he's riding so well. Do you think they improve next year on a Husqvarna? I don't know. But his results. <laughs> Thanks. His, Thank you. <laughs> back back to you, Ralph. I think uh, <laughs> I'll cheer for him more because the gear I'll be wearing. Okay. But uh, if you look at his overall results, they've been in the teens like every week. They're not good. But his riding is great. So yeah. it's, yeah, I can't imagine how frustrating he is. Um, I sense a bit of frustration in my post-race interview with Mitch Payton about Marchbanks. Yeah. I feel like he's always been frustrated with Marchbanks. I do too. And I feel like Marchbanks is doing okay. Would I would I say he's amazing? No. Would I say he's Thomas Covington? No. But didn't you say that is that, you my, felt, is that bad for saying Covington? I'm glad you said it, not me. Okay. But I feel like your sense of frustration came from maybe his effort level Mitch's in the said, past. Mitch's sense yes. Of, oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Marchbanks is perfectly okay. Okay. He's been hurt both times, yep. both years. He's got a couple podiums, right, in Supercross, or just one? Just needs to skip high point. Yeah, skip high point next year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Marshbanks told me that he didn't, he, in the morning, that he didn't like the track. He'd never been there before. It was mm-hmm. weird. It was strange. I can understand that and track. All that. that track right. did not look like much so. fun. Where are you out of Marshbanks, Weege? 
I was starting to trend to the, hmm, this has been going on for how many years do you have? This is two years now where you're like, okay, it doesn't matter yet. It doesn't matter. He's young. And I was wondering if that was going to start becoming a thing. Like, hey, have you noticed March Banks really hasn't had many good rides? I, I knew this was coming just because the standards are so high. Um, but again, he, if you... What, what, I mean, he crashed and he raced four nationals last year, crashed out for the year. No, I get it. But again, if you were just like the Tomac story, if you did not follow this sport closely and you didn't know how it worked, you'd be like, whatever, man, he's only raced X amount of races. It's only his second full year. It'll come. It'll come. But what we usually see at some point is some sign here and there within the two years that makes you think, oh, yeah. he's got it. He's yeah. just got to figure it out. The fact that we haven't seen that, I think, is what's right. alarming. I do feel like um, this was much better, even if he didn't like the track or didn't know the track. I feel like this was much the thirteen nine. I don't think you can really bag at him for that. Although I guess Jet Lawrence did catch him and pass him in that second mode. Maybe I that's know they what made, he was all over. Maybe that's him, made. Though. Maybe that's what made Mitch angry. Marchbanks went forward with him. I'll give him that. I mean, they were all over each other that whole the last yeah. half of the moto. Yeah. Um, Marty was back. Marty was back. Marty is was back. it great though? No. Can we? We just we just came off on pump surgery. We've barely ridden. But I was. They were saying such uh, big things. Sorry, my bad. I, I talked to Marty. It was carpal tunnel, not uh, arm pump surgery. It was carpal tunnel surgery. Isn't that kind of the same thing? I thought it was arm pump surgery. That's kind of the same thing. Yeah. I, I thought it was too, but it was carpal tunnel. Or if it's the same thing, then I'm not wrong. But it was definitely for carpal tunnel. I mean, carpal tunnel is what gives you arm pump. Yeah. All right. Then it's arm pump surgery. <laughs> well, Marty's, Marty came back. I thought he wrote all right. Yeah, that's okay. Right. I mean, right. not spectacular. He's going out with a bang, dude. He's got two more left. I don't know what that means. I respect it. He told me, and we know it's true. He could have just said, look, man, my neck's all jacked. I'm getting arm pump. I can barely hang on. I'm done. But he actually went in for surgery just to try to make the last potential races of his career halfway decent, and And, he could have just packed it in. So good for Marty. And you know, it's a shame, but him and I are getting to be having a little bit of a relationship here Hmm. near the end of his career. Yep. (laughs) We chatted for 10 minutes in the morning. Unreal. Yep. Coming around. <laughs> Taking a while. I think both of us both of us have thought out a little bit. Not Marty's There's wife no though. Reason that he should have thought out. <laughs> not Marty's wife though. She has not <laughs> thought out on me. Good. I don't, why why would he he should stay in trench. He should dig in his heels. I don't see anything you've well, changed. I think would... I think he's gotten older and he's gotten a little perspective, Weech. <laughs> on you just bagging on him is yeah, fine? Yes, yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I'm pushing for Marty. I, I, I we'll get to that in a second, but I, I'm pushing for Marty to get a ride here. Um, um I, I, man, why? I, and I asked him this. I'm like, has any? Have you heard anything from anyone? And he's like, you tell me. Like, I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised that I have not heard no one even considering. Well, no, taking a that, flyer. That's going to change here in a second when we when we talk. When we, hold on a second. All right. um, okay. So Hayes Hayes thinks he hurt his knee. He uh, oh. hopes to be back this weekend. McAdoo crashed out. But I think he's fine. Uh, Mosman had a good crash. You guys see Mosman's crash? It was good. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep. Swap city and then bang. Um, Jerry ran. Jerry ran second. First moto. Him and Cody Shock were the uh, yeah the start masters. Jerry was second. Masters. I think briefly Jerry was second, and then he ran fourth for a while. He was like going after Ferrandis too. Yes. <laughs> Frisky Jerry. Yes. Yes. Um. Why are you laughing? Oh, Jerry. <laughs> Oh, damn it, Jerry. Um, Marshall Welton showed up. 
Oh, by the way, Kate Clayson too raced. Yep. Kate Clayson raced yeah. his first American race and had a Wada butt patch. Yeah. What are you doing here? Um, he wanted Wait, to know, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's what the, the butt patch was W A D A. Are you doing here? Wow. Yeah. Is that grounds for suspension again? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, so hey, uh, I don't know if anybody I tweeted this out and uh, you guys know, but Hartraff's going to Tro- Troy Lee next year. And uh, McAdoo is going to PC, which we had McAdoo on the Pulp Show two weeks ago, and I said, "Are you going to stay there?" Like, it sounds like you, everybody wants you, and he's like, "Yep, we're hoping to wrap this up, you know, this week or something." He said on the show, <laughs> but so was he just trying to hope wrap Smoke up a pro mirrors. circuit ride that week? But he was he did wrap up a ride. It sounded like, but not the one with TLD. Well, we also thought he was going to be on PC this summer. Yeah, so. yeah. So McAdoo to Pro Circuit, that looks like, and Hartraff to TLD. I'm pumped for Hartraff. That'll be a really good opportunity for him. So yep. he crashed out the in Moto Two PC. What? What's the team at PC? What's the lineup? Forkner, Forkner, McAdoo, March, March Banks, March Banks, Jordan Smith, McAdoo. Well, I think the key is there that I think many were operating on the idea that the amateur Seth Hamaker would have a spot, but uh, it sounds like maybe have thought otherwise. I don't know anything about that. It was just he was the natural next in line, but he wasn't really killing it, and then he missed Loretta's this year altogether. And Cowie's known for that, man. You know they'll. You perform, or they they don't just lock you in. I don't know how they structure their deals. Yeah. But if you're not killing it, they right. don't look at just... uh, look at Epstein, right? Back in the day, look at Covington, uh, TJ Larson. Yep. yep, yep, yep. They're just like Mitch, Mitch is like, yeah, no, yeah, no, no thanks. Yep. But Geico's like, you're in, you're in, like you're in. <laughs> we'll take you all the way to the 450 class. Yeah, exactly. Geico's so in that they'll be like, hey, you don't have a 450 ride, Bogle? We'll put you on a 450. They ensure they ensure their guys' careers yeah. for several years. Oh, nice, JT. You like that? Yeah, they told me that they were prepared. They did not. Hunter Lawrence got hurt, and Christian Craig has been suspended. But they didn't give those bikes to the other riders. They were prepared to have seven riders at Unadilla. That was the plan. Even though they're, it only takes 15 minutes to get a quote, they give you a much longer contract than 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, 15 years. <laughs> 15 years or 15 minutes. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Anything else? And Well, let's see. Anything else? Unadilla? Do series? Let's go into the silly season a little bit. All right. So, sounds like Brayton in the factory Honda truck for Supercross only. Sounds that way. So, yes. so yes, great move, great move. I I, I don't know how that. I mean, that. I don't know how that works. Brayton's contract is MCR, and like, the, and you you guys know MCR. Like, they pay you for fifteenth, for tenth, for eighth. Like, they have a heavily bonus structure. So, I don't know how that all works. But Brayton was killing it though with with MCR money wise. So I don't know how that works. Think Genova's going to sue Honda? No, they're fine with it. Okay, they're all they're good with it. So, but does Honda give support for another guy for MCR to go get another guy? And therefore, ergo, Argo? I texted I texted Tony Alessi and said, "You need to get Marty. You need to get Marty. Supercross only. Boom. Yes. Right? Yes. G- JT. What if they got Stu? Which Stu? Both. I'm in. Yeah." Bring him back. Would you give Marty a ride? MCR ride? If they're going to fill the spot? Yeah. Uh, I'd have to, I would need to, a compiled list of who's available. He would be on it. Who Who else would be on it? Who else would be on it, Max? On MCR? Who else is available for 450 Supercross ride? We're asking Max Steffen. Flat Phil? Flat Phil? Um, I don't think Phil and the MCR team are a match right now. No. <laughs> but they're good now. Yeah, Savachi. So, oh, so that leads me to Savachi was talking to Honda. Now he'll go to JGR. Yeah. We assume, JGR, I would say that he's right? A 
No. Do, I think MCR would. Yeah, I think MCR is willing to at least have a chat about Savachi's deal. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if I'm Joey, I'm taking JGR two year deal, and go kick ass while you kickstart your bike. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yep. I'm and there. so, okay, like who, dude? I go kick it in Charlotte for a while. I can't think of anybody that would be better than Marty off the top of my head that needs a ride. I need to see a list of who's available. Cause well, you know who's available. I don't, clearly. Well, I mean, Chiz, A-Ray, the Hep guys, right? <laughs> no. I mean, No, but Marty's better than those guys, yes. so I'm kind of just I'm laying it out here. I'm, I'm... Tickle? I think it's the perfect fit over there because what that team has really staked themselves on now is getting these results out of guys that you don't necessarily – think it's going to happen, then it does, and you're like, yeah, you know what? That guy is really good. I mean, they've taken Malcolm to a whole other level. Brayton got better uh, when he went over there. It seemed like Brayton was on the down, down uh, side or the down slope, and they picked him back up. Um, so I think that Marty's like the perfect fit. Like, couldn't you see Marty doing well here and there, and then people being like, huh, never even thought of that. Yeah, Marty could be good. What about Tickle? Dude, I'd take Marty over Tickle. I would. Because, first of all, Tickle can't race for you for the first four rounds. Yep. Second of all, he's been off for a year. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm going Marty over Tickle. Sorry, not sorry. Outdoors, I'd I go Tickle, Marty, but, but this team's this is a Supercross only yeah. ride. Hmm. See, I guess that's a perfect example. I feel like if you get Tickle and Tickle does Tickle things, then it just looks like all you did was get Tickle and Tickle continued to Tickle things. If Marty got the exact same results or even close, you'd look like freaking geniuses. What about Bogle? And I think that's what MCR operates on. Bogle? See, why didn't we think of Bogle? Ooh. I just did. Ooh, I know, but good. we needed to think about Bogle. <laughs> Bogle, Bogle okay. seems like first draft pick right now. Okay. Yeah, Bogle's good. I hate that you said that. <laughs> I hate that you said that because <laughs> I, I ruined your Marty party. Because I would pick, I would pick Bogle. I ruined your Marty party. You did, you did. I, I would pick Bogle. Because, but would Bogle want? I, I mean, Bogle wouldn't care. But there's no outdoors. But who cares? Right. Yeah, I mean, Bogle has to then make a decision what's what's available. But you know is, you're going to get a pretty good bike over there. Yeah, the bike's good, right? Yeah. The bike will be good. You'll have you'll have Vince, Mookie, and Bogle. Bogle. Yep. Which Bogle will be able to do his own gear deal, I think, over there. Obviously. Yep. Fly racing stepping up. I have no idea. That's I mean, we're it's his Max Fly going to step up and give Bogle a ride, a Bogle money. Bogle. Yeah, Max said Bogle's in. Bogle. So there we go. No. You going to text him? Tell him we got the deal done for you, MCR. <laughs> No, fly. because I told I already told Tony about Marty. I'm trying to get Marty a ride. So now you're out on Bogle now. I am. I'm Team Marty. I've always been Team Marty, and this is proving it. <laughs> I can't keep up. With, <laughs> I can't keep up with your allegiances. <laughs> I've always believed that Marty is a 450 guy, and I was proven right outdoors two years ago. I was proven right. Podiums, fifth in the points, just destroying the class, almost. Destroying everybody but four guys. Um, okay, so yeah, so yeah, so Joey'll stay Joey'll go to JGR. Yep. Yep. Um anything else, Tilly Season Weech? A Honda deal is a little bit strange, right? For uh Oh yeah, so what do they do outdoors? Roxanne. Well, I think it shows this is interesting Roxanne. how it always works. <laughs> Again, because of Honda and them winning a lot and spending a ton of money a long time ago. There's just always this assumption that Honda's all out, all in, just making it rain. 
But I don't think it's actually going that way right now. I don't. I don't think it is. Like I could easily see them being like, "Ah, we got we got one guy outdoors. We're good." I mean, or or you put Christian on a fourth of the outdoors if you need another guy. Yeah, or even Sexton or something. I can right. see that. But what we're not seeing Sexton. here is they're not. I think they're just trying to save money on that spot. They're not in a bidding war to get certain guys. No. Like Savachi obviously would be a great investment. He could end up being really good. He's young. He's new. But I don't think they're interested in throwing dollars out to bid other outbid other teams and, to get dudes. And also remember, I don't know for sure, but they've had Tomita the last two years. I would assume that's going to keep going. So they have a guy, Tomita. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there. I mean, nobody thinks yeah. of him as that, but it's a it's a it's a team resource and everything. You know, so. Um, all right. Uh, so that's all we know about the silly season stuff. JT, uh, a couple weeks ago, you were in Lomo for MXGP action. Sure was. Uh, not a great track to watch from, but uh, an iconic track. Well, I was in a TV booth. Yep. What was your takeaways from MXGP? Those guys are really good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that track was brutal, and we w- our guys would have got stomped. Maybe not Roxon because he's raced there. Uh, it would not have gone well for us, in my opinion, even without Caroli and Hurlings in the field. I think. Uh, what are you trying to like? Are you talking about the designations here? There, like we know that. Like what? Do, what do you? What, okay, thank you. Well, you just start saying our guys would get stomped. I, I mean, I don't know where you're going with this. I was talking about that track, and how different it is yeah. from anything we yeah. race on. We know it would have gone poorly for like, us. Like just the level that they were on on that track was pretty high. But they practice there every day. Right? So. Isn't it amazing that Team USA even got third there? Yeah, but our guys also got lapped. <laughs> so, uh, all the teams are built right around the facility. Yep. Like they're on the premises, basically. Like. All the guys live within... It's their Glen Helen. But it like closer. They all live yeah. within 5 to 10 miles of the track. All the team shops are within like 200 yards of the track. So it, it literally is like a, a local race, a home race for them. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of a weird race. Prado killed everyone, so that class was really uncompetitive. And then the best guys of the 450 class weren't there. So it was... Yeah. A weird event in that, and then Anstey was the best 450 guy, and he only did one moto. So it was just it's, this it's weird cr- mix. Anstey, I can't figure Anstey out. I mean, we saw the Destinations ride. He's awesome in the sand. He's always yeah. been good in the sand. But and he dude, was clearly the best guy, Yeah, and he only did one moto. Right. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed. I just, you know, the track is not overwhelming. It's not anything special at all. Like, it's not a yeah. great facility. It's not a, anything there's a good, good to look at. There's a good waffle stand. A really good like Belgium waffle stand. They put yeah, it. Yeah, I put think it, I missed that. Keto, but can say I missed it. But. It is fantastic. It I is. have a VIP gold thing that yep. takes me to like the catered food area. Oh yeah, I, I didn't miss that. They don't let me in there. Yeah, you, you stream's not a big. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. I can understand why. Right. Uh, but no, it's cool. I'm I'm excited to go back. I go back to Sweden the weekend of Indiana, so I'll be back for there again, and then I go to Shanghai. Uh, two weekends before Motocross Nations, and then we will go over for Motocross Nations. Um. So Prado's really gonna move up, and they're not gonna change that rule. Yeah, yeah. That's that that that's hundred percent the plan. Yeah, he's ready. Yep, yep. He's, he's three guys going up. They're gonna just have three four fifty. Yeah, yeah. There were the rumor in the pits was kind of his preparation and everything they're doing mm-hmm. to try to get him ready for MXGP next year yep. and the training and everything uh, because he's he thinks he can win MXGP next yep. year. So uh, that'll be interesting because he's really been kind of taken under Tony's wing. Right. Well, that's that dynamic's going to be interesting because yeah. now he's not going to be just the kid that are helping. Like this will, he'll be a direct competitor. I, 
I, I just I can't I think they'll change that rule, but maybe not. No, I think yeah. he's I think yeah. that's done. Right. Yeah, right, I think right. he's going up. I um, mean they've already assigned budget and signed yep. a contract and it's right, right. he's going up. Right. And they put uh in a press release on it already. The team did that yeah, yeah, he, MXGP. And, yeah, he's going. And uh yeah. Sewer and Tonus are certainly surging up. Paul Lynn's losing a little bit, right? Paulin's getting up there a little bit. Well, yeah, and just Yamaha as a whole. I mean, there are the top three bikes out run, of four are, are in the bikes, Are the bikes running both motos all the time? Yeah. Okay. They're uh, top three out of four in points, which if you had said Yamaha would have three out of four in points a few years ago, you'd probably been laughed at. Um, and part of that is Hurlings and Curly are out. But they really have come back around, and that Rinaldi team is going away for next year, which will change again. Which is iconic, by the way, yep. that, they're, that they're leaving. That's they'll, just... lose, they'll lose Febra. He'll go to Cowie, the KRT Cowie team. Uh, DeSalle will stay. DeSalle will stay, yep. and it'll be DeSalle and Febra and Cowie. Rinaldi will do the Yamaha Tech for Wilvo Yamaha, which oh, will okay. be the new factory Yamaha team. Yep. So it sounds like Paul N and um, Tonus will stay. Seawer will go to HRC Honda. Honda yep. yep. So a lot of moving and shaking, but it seems, sounds like all the key guys will still have a home right. when it's all said and done. Uh, like Bogers at HRC who hasn't really been producing, so Seawer will be obviously a huge yep. upgrade there. Well, Bogers brought some money with right, him, I think. Right, right. So. But I, the main guys, no one's going to be left without a home yeah. that I can see. Um, it's just going to make uh, – it'll make more sense you, where the guys are. Did you watch all the EMX stuff and everything? And all I did, that? Yeah, yeah. I commentated yep. all that stuff, yep. uh, which was pretty cool because you see all these Dutch kids that – Hall ass. Right. They're incredible. <laughs> but you've never heard of them. Yeah. Can't even pronounce their names. Yep. Ne- and they probably would be not very good anywhere else. But on that track, you're just like, in my, looking back at my prime, I'm glad I had nothing to do with that kid on that track because he would smoke me. I, and I've never seen him before. I have one question for the GP series. Just one. Big one. They have an incredible infrastructure. Yep. There's tents. Yeah. There's a two-lane pit row. There's VIP everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's like a little city each and every week that they set up. Yep. There's uh, an online package that goes worldwide that wor- seems to work flawlessly. They have an incredible infrastructure and TV program, everything else. Why can't they pay another person to sit with Malin in the booth? Paul Malin has to call 800 races by himself. And if you're there, they'll pick you. Adam Wheeler, I think, is banned, or maybe he's non-banned now. He's fine. Okay, he was banned for a while. It, Fro comes over. Yeah. Please get Malin a partner, a, a regular partner. Right, Reg? It's amazing. Like, how much are we costing here? Can we do one less VIP tent and pay the salary for Malin to have a little break? I bet it's pretty expensive. Good God. Paul sits there and just calls these motos and all of these guys. He kills and them. And women. more. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I always d- make the joke that it's like they – they put him in that shipping container and they just padlock the door <laughs> and maybe maybe put some food and water like a doggy door in there i have to i have to say that malin and i have never been around Weege and langston and, and or ralph and these guys doing their daily thing but malin is a true professional when he's doing this like it's unbelievable how prepared he is because they have a studio show on saturday they have all kinds of moving parts you know there's an on camera show that they do it's 30 minutes long on saturday then all the MX races, then all the pro races, lap times, uh, interviews. Like, there are so many things happening. That guy killed Yeah, it. no one's – He is no, so good Okay, at but it. you know what he needs to do? He needs to start making mistakes and, or getting hammered so that they're like, oh, Paul needs some help. Maybe because he's so good, they're like, oh, Paul's got this. Listen to him. He's got this. Well, it's funny because – dude, he needs a helper. So when I go in, you know, I'm doing four, including Nations is four. Uh, 
I when I worked it out with Ustream to do this, and uh, shout out to Sergio who's been instrumental in helping this. Um, I was nervous that Paul would feel like we're I was stepping on toes or in his you know in his little bubble of he's got you know he's on relying on himself. I didn't get that feeling at all when I'm in there. He's like, oh my god, thank God someone to talk of to. Of course, well, of course. I didn't know how that was going to go. They just slipped through the doggy door, like we said. <laughs> like, I, it's unbelievable. There's so much money spent. And what are we talking? A hundred grand more for a partner? Travel and everything? Like, what are we talking? Like, good God. Like, give the guy a break. Like, Malin, you don't need to call the EMX 125 this weekend. We have a guy for you. But, dude, he does all that. He does all the highlight shows. He does press conferences. He does all the stuff after like they go back and do like Dude, best moments i hope he has he, to do all these things. i hope he's getting half a million dollars but they don't start that until like two in the morning so he finishes the race he wraps up at about he, by like seven okay then he has to come back at two in the morning when they've cut all that have cut everything and and voice over all those yeah, from it, like it, two in the morning until like can, six in the morning can we give it's this guy a break unbelievable can we give him a break somehow the rider should put there was a little bit of their money together or it's something. Insane. It just blows me away. Why well, again? It blows me away that they can't get Paul a partner. Uh, just, yeah, and and by the way, the other thing is the other thing is to make his performance even more impressive. Paul Malin is an ex racer, like a very high end ex racer. There are very few, or maybe none, that I've ever met that can handle that particular job. A calling play by play. And then filling time and all the traffic, as they would call it, that comes with that. Like the, the nuts and bolts. Dude. Calling a pass and a crash or knowing what you're seeing on the track. Yeah. There's it, plenty of ex-professionals that can do that. But the hard part of his job is the stuff that generally the ex-pro cannot do. And that's actually his greatest asset. Yeah. That he can fill all that time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He navigates all that I stuff just, flawlessly. Please, yeah. Giuseppe, please. Please, I'm begging you. Get him help. I think I think he's so good at it that they don't feel like they need he needs help. He needs to start making mistakes on purpose. <laughs> so he can get some help. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. They uh way back there was one year where Supercross didn't get on ESPN. It was on ESPN for a long time, then it wasn't for one year, nineteen ninety one. So it was the same thing. They're like, Well, Larry Myers, speaking of uh, Larry Myers, yeah. Well, you're the guy. And they would just in the main events. They would just find some dude in the pits. Like, what team has a mechanic whose rider's hurt? Yeah. What team manager's not that busy right oh, now? Oh, yeah. I remember that because Heben did a couple, I think. Yeah, Heben did. It, Mitch Payton. And these guys were not you know, yeah. planning on being announcers in any way, shape, or form. It's like, just get in there and help Larry out a little bit for the 15-minute <laughs> main event. Like, just do that. There's right. got to be someone around. Uh, I just – okay, last last story. Uh, it just reminded me. Larry Myers was t- in the tower telling a story about there was Miss Coors or Miss whatever mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he said that Holly and Dogger oh. couldn't could not get oh, her. Boy. Could not get her. Like everyone was trying. Yep. No one. This girl, whoever she was, was really hot, of course. Okay. And I said, oh, Dogger and Holly were all over that. And Larry said, nope. <laughs> couldn't do it. Can you imagine? The yeah, Miss Coors from married. that era was, maybe, yeah. was I mean, way off the charts for that era. Well, can you imagine Dogger and Holly? And oh, they, the efforts they put in, I'm oh, sure, were phenomenal. I mean, I'm trying to explain. like <laughs> Dogger is probably never – a nickname is better never fit someone better than that. Yeah. Than Dogger. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, Larry was just like, nope. 
Nope, they tried. They came around. Old Jimmy came around a lot. I think Larry Myers is a bit of a ladies' man <laughs> really? in his day, too. Yeah. yeah. I, we said, uh, we were like joking, like, you know, we've seen all these. Jimmy has a photo collection, and I'm like, well, it actually was a Polaroid camera back then. Like, it really was a Polaroid. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, so That's I just great. shout out to that girl because she succeeded where others failed for many years. So <laughs> shout out to that girl. She would be if you if you could see. I don't think there's many photos out there anymore, but I remember going to some supercrosses back then, and it was like, I mean, she'll give any monster girl right now a run for their money, which for 1989 or something, right, right, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Like that would have been she's blitzing boops and doing quads. Yeah, in, yeah. in 1989. Wow. Uh, yeah, so good for her. I think she recognized. She's like, nah, no, I'm not no. going to this level. I'm what? Where's my Where's my billionaire? Right, CEO? right. Jim Hawley and Ron Lachine. Yeah, no, yeah. you guys aren't cutting yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like no, no chance. And you know, Somo was in there too. Somo and all those guys. Okay, all right. Oh, better to have you in studio, JT. Yeah, always. Please get uh, Paul Malin some help. You see, please. He doesn't need help. The guys. I'm gonna the get. Consummate I'm gonna get Swiss Corps to make a little like, uh, like wanted sign, and put Malin's face on it. Wanted a partner. It's amazing. Um. All right, everybody. Unadilla. That's it. Two. Two more to go. Damon Bradshaw in studio tonight on the Pulp Mech show, by the way. We're also very excited about that. We're going to cold call chicken. So, Are we really? No, we're not. Oh. No, we would never do that. Yeah. Not to Damon. Weege, any, any questions for Damon? Uh, I've asked him all 100 times. I'll ask him all again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to ask him the same things tonight, too. It's, it's gonna be... I mean, it just it can never get old talking to Damon Bradshaw. Nope. Where is this on the, if you had told little Stevie Mathis? Oh. Same for me. To your house. Same for me. I'm wow. going to be sitting next to him doing this interview. Yeah, but for yeah. you, it's old hat. You, you go I to dinners with him, him lot, right? Yeah. You work with him a lot. Shared a hotel room with him. Right. Yeah. It's at your house. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, coming to the house, I think, is a whole nother yeah. level. Yeah. It, yeah. It, if you told 15-year-old Steve Mathis that, because I, I really, I have, it's, it's Rollerball, it's Dogger, it's RJ and Damon for me. And then I was too old to, like, idolize guys, right? Like, that was it for me. Yeah. Those four guys... We're like on a level above RJ and Damon for me. Yeah. Just two. RJ. Damon. Oh, Hannah. Hannah. Hannah? But, uh, so young. Nah. But Hannah was first. Really? Hannah was first. Then RJ. Yeah. Then Damon. That's it. But that's but, the only three. Yeah. I didn't care about anybody else. Dogger? No. I was Dogger guy. I was not at all. I was so stylish. He looks so good. So. Can you, if you were- our guy, uh, our, our new guy, Mitch, who's a big part of our website, was writing the race report. And he's like, although I was never, I was not old enough to ever see Rick Johnson race. And I'm like, that's where we are. I mean, that's not even a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, not even... Cl- of course you're not. Right, yeah. right. Which is... That's yeah. where we're at. Which is a little yeah. depressing, right? Yeah. It is. It is. So it's- that's why That's why when I see RJ, I tell him that he saved Team USA, although you would make the differ. He just did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, he just... Because he was, I feel... Yeah. He didn't save anything. Okay. He was the best rider in the world by far at that point. He could beat anybody, right, anywhere, fine. anytime. Okay. All right, so doing that means nothing then. Uh, but... I feel like you have to help these dudes because, unfortunately, that is how it works. Like, these are now 30-some years ago, these memories, and it's up to people like us to remind people, like, oh, no, these guys were badasses. They were. Damon Bradshaw. Remember, you might not know, but they are. Damon Bradshaw was 17 and went out and won a 250 Supercross. Yeah, it's insane. Yep. I use that example all the time. So just 450 Supercross. It would just be, like you said, Justin Cooper. You said it this year. Right. Who pick your second year pro, whoever you want. This yeah. is Jet Lawrence winning uh, in the 450 class of Supercross soon. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. This yeah. is what you should tell like Parabinos or like uh, Jared Fry. 
kid that's winning right now? Like they held him back. Oh, yeah. And he's like winning yeah. Loretta's and yeah. the next big thing, whatever. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Bradshaw was winning big bike supercrosses yep. at that age. Hey, Dogger did it too. Dogger yeah. too. It's crazy. Yep. Dogger was the same way. So. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Uh, Jason Wygat, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like beating a dead horse I mean, you know and i know from personal experience did anybody ever sit me down of course they did everybody did pro circuits mitch payton there's two ways to make the money one is you can sign for money or two you can earn the money i'm a high believer in earning the money i think they ride better when they earn the money seven time jeremy mcgrath i was so mad like so disappointed and so frustrated that i pulled pitch and i left every point counts I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Great.